All right, Shabbos, we'll say good morning, good morning. Let us begin, begin by thanking all of our sponsors to thank our Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of Adar, Stephen Tarizin, for dedicating all of his Shomans Rushos this month, loving memory of Terry's father, Dr. Harry Khan, Hirsch Ben Yosef Akoin, on the occasion of his 10th year site. To thank Paul and Kathy Pollock for dedicating all of his Shurim and Drushos this month in memory of Paul's grandfather, Zechariah Ben Zechariah, and grandmother, Dina Bas Dov. To thank our week of learning sponsors, Yudem Bracha Buchwalter, in creation of the Shloshim of Rabbi Yehuda's father, Usher Zelig Ben Yaakov Yehuda Halevi. We hope to the merit of our Talmud Torah, all of the Neshamas will have an Aliyah, the families in Nechama. And with that, let us begin. Today's daf is Lamed Beis Lev, 32, 32. We are picking up at the Mishnah on the bottom of Lamed Aleph, on the base 31b. A really interesting sugya today. So let's listen to this. Someone took on a Nezir Nezirus, took on a Nezir Nezirus, and then, during the Nezir Nezirus itself, he asks a Chacham to be released from the Nezir. Okay, so again, proving the Kim Nezir, and then ultimately, again, he petitions. A Talmud Chacham to be released. So, we'll say, take a look at Rashi for just a moment. Misha Nazir ben Nazir. It's about five lines up from the end of the page. Veniskar Sheta ben Nazirus. Of Hischel is Haribo. Vahalach vaAvra on Naziruso. Veshasa Yayin. Venitma lemesim. Viachrakach halach venishlacham lahatri Nazirusa. So, we'll say. So Rashi points out over here. By the way, a little bit more to this story. It's not just that he had Nazir remorse, which is very common, right? But rather, what happened? He undertook a Nazir Nazirus and he violated it. In other words, so what did he do? He drank wine. He drank wine. Right? He went ahead and he drank wine. Now, the truth is, we'll leave out, we'll leave out Nitma. We'll see why I leave out Nitma for just a moment. See, he went ahead and he drank wine. So now we'll say, now after having, now after having, now after drinking the wine, he goes to the Chacham and he petitions the Chacham for release from the Nadar. What happened? Va'asu. The Chacham said, no. Chacham said no. Right? So, we'll say, so again, remember, you have to have grounds to be released from the nether. In this case, the Chacham said, you cannot go ahead and be released. So, we'll say, so now, and something very interesting happened. Now, there's an important fact that I don't know that we've ever actually articulated in this Masechta, but it's important to do so. In general, right, a Nazir is not permitted to go out and drink wine, right, cut his hair, become Tom the Mason. The only thing that requires him, that would stop his neder naziros and require him to start all over again is tumah. See, for example, if a nazir has a glass of wine, that is usr. He has transgressed something, but that would not require him to restart his neder naziros. It's only tumah, exposure to tumah, that requires him to restart. That's why, again, Rashi brings down tumah, but the truth is it's not really the case. So over here, he's drinking, right? So he decides to go ahead and start drinking. He drinks for a couple of days. And then what ends up happening? Then he petitions the Chacham to be released. It turns out that then the Chacham says no. So I will say, so what's the halacha? What's the halacha? Mona misha'a So I will say, what this sounds like over here is, what the Mishnah is saying is, he counts his ned and his from when? From the time that he made the vow. In other words, that the count continues the count continues. So for argument's sake, he made an end in Aziros on, on Rosh Chodesh Adar. On Rosh Chodesh Adar. And then he goes ahead and what? So let's say on Gimel Adar, he drinks wine for three days. He goes to the Chacham a week later, wants to be released. 
Chacham says no. Chacham says no. So I will say, what's the duration of his Nadinazirus? Rosh Chodesh Adat, Rosh Chodesh Nisan. In other words, the count, the count continues. Nisha the Chacham Beitiro. So I will say, that's case one. Now, by the way, if you take a look, um, fine. Yeah, t- take a look at Rashi just a moment. Monen is Yerusha Mishash and Adar. Kilomar Osin Yamim Shazilzal bin Yerusha. The days, I will say that the days in which he was mezalzo, the days in which, literally, again, he disparaged his Naziros, meaning the days that he violated the Naziros, the Rashi says over here, Ola leminyan shloshim, im olsan shenishtayru lo misha asru, ve'insarach limnos iser beminyan ayam shazuz lo beniziru, so, ela olin lo lash lo mesaniziru. So, Rabbi say, the interesting halacha that the Mishnah is teaching me is that even the days that he violated his neder Naziros count towards the tally of the Naziros. So that's the Chiddush over here. Even the days in which he was in violation of his Naziros, the days, that, the days that he was drinking wine, count towards the final tally of days. Good. Well, we'll clarify that in the Gemara, qualify that in the Gemara. That's case one. Nisha l'chacham de'etiru. So we'll say case two. Same thing. Ruvim became a Nazir, but this time he goes to the Chacham to be released from the Nether. And what does the Chacham say? Okay. The Chacham releases him. And what happened? The Nazir himself had, right? Ruvain had an animal set aside for a carbon. What's the halacha? So we've seen this already before. If you have, if you have an animal set aside, right, for a particular carbon, but then you have your neder annulled. Right? You have your neder annulled. What's the halacha? The hectic status of the animal evaporates and the animal goes back out and rejoins the rest of the flock. Amru Beisola Beishamai. She was Beisola. We actually quoted this before. Beisola says to Beishamai, "Ia temodim baza shu hektish tovus sheteitse vetira beeder." So I must remember again. So Beisola used this as be, to Beishamai as a proof against Beishamai. Right? Beishamai said, "Hektish betaos havi hektish." We saw yesterday's staff, even though we don't pass in that way. Halacha lemaisa. We do pass in that way. Hashkafa lemaisa. We saw the beautiful Lublina Rav. So Beisola says to Beishamai. Isn't this a proof that you see from here the fact that after Reuven is released from his Nedin Aziras, that his animal goes back out to pasture? What does that show you? That shows you that Hegdish Petaos is not Hegdish. says, listen to this. Do you not agree with the following case? So I'll say, totally switching gears. So I will say, Bishan is back to Hillel. Well, Bishan, what about the following case? We'll say, Maishar Behema. What's Maishar Behema? You have a flock of animals. The tenth animal ultimately, again, is considered to be hectish. So I will say, imagine the following scenario. What happens if Halacha Lamaisa, you accidentally call the ninth animal ten? Or you call the eleventh animal ten? Or you call the tenth animal nine? Or, or 11 for that matter. So they both say, interesting, what's talacha? What's talacha? All of these animals are consecrated. Right? All these animals are consecrated. So they say, so Basilo is trying to show Beishamai. Remember, in case number two in the Mishnah, Reuven became a Nazir. During his Naziris, he set aside an animal. He set aside an animal for his karban. He then goes to the Chacham. The Chacham annuls his Nadar. What happens to the animal? What happens to the animal? No Hagdish. It's not Kodesh. Goes right back out and rejoins its chevra in the flock. So Beishel says to Beishamai, "Ah, Beishamai, what do you see from here? 
that hektish betals lo havi hektish, that a mistaken hektish is not hektish. Beishamai says, Beisel, calm down. What do you do about the following case? What about a case of Maestro Behema, where again it's the tenth animal that's Kodesh, but the farmer made a mistake, and what did he do? He called number nine, ten, or he called number eleven, ten, or he called number nine, right? I'm sorry, number ten, nine, or eleven. Then we'll say, what's the luck in all these cases? The animals are Kodesh. The animals are Kodesh. So the Gemara's. So the Gemara says, "Amr lahem beisil beishamai lo ashevid kidsho." So beisil says beishamai, that's not a fair statement. The staff, the staff, ultimately again has consecrated the animal. I will say, we're going to see what this means. But remember, on a physical level, remember again, I will say, how do you, how do you create my behema? Right? Remember again, they would take the little the little staff, the little paintbrush, and smear a little bit of red paint on the animal, designating it as the Kodesh animal. So Basilel says essentially to Beishamai, the animal has been designated ultimately as Maiser Beheima. Uma ilu ta'o v'yeniech es ha-shevet ala shmini v'ala shnei masar. Shabbos says, Basilel says, let me ask you, if you were to accidentally call the animal number eight, number 10, or you were accidentally call animal number 12, number 10, ultimately again, Shema Asaklom, did you do anything? Did you accomplish anything? The answer I will say is not. We are going to I will say something incredibly amazing. There is a unique halacha by Meister Behema that says animal 10 is Kodesh and animal 9 if it's called 10 or 11 if it's called 10 or 10 if it's mis- miscalled, mis- misidentified, right? As 9 or 11, it's Kodesh. In other words, I will say, saying a little bit simpler, there's a special halacha by Meister Behema that if you mess up with the animal in direct proximity to 10, i.e. either 9 or 11, they can become Kodesh. But it does not apply to what? 8, 12, or anything lower or higher. The Gemara says, you're not bringing up a fair point because as we're going to see halacha this is a unique halacha by Meiser Behema that says that what? That animals 9 and 11 have the ability to be consecrated like animal 10. Good. So I'll say, let's analyze the Gemara. Let's analyze the Mishnah, excuse me. Says the Mishnah. Says the Gemara. Mani Masnisim. I will say, whose opinion is reflected from in, in the Mishnah? I will say, now specifically, we're going back to case number one. What was case number one? Reuven becomes a Nazir. What happens? What happens? Reuven has Nazir remorse. As a result, what does he do with his Nazir remorse? He acts out and he goes drinking, right? And he drinks, he drinks wine. And let's say again, he ends up drinking wine for three days. So we'll say, what did the Mishnah say? The Mishnah said that halacha those three days still count for Ruvain's Nazirus, right? And again, and essentially, essentially, the duration of his Nazirus remains unchanged. So we'll say, whose opinion is our Mishnah? Lo Rabbi Yossi, lo Rabbanan. I will say it's not Rabbi Yossi, nor is it Rabbanan. Why not? Here we go. Disanyo, Mishna, Dava, Avra, Al Naziruso. If someone went ahead and made a neder Nazirus and then was in violation of his Nazirus. So, so again, we're not talking about Tumma over here. Because remember again, when it comes to Tumma, what happens? What happens? You have, that's, that's a biblical, right? You have to start all over. That's a darais, right? You, you bring your current Nazirus to a close. You even offer up Karbanos and you begin all over again. So that's not this case. This is a case of someone who made an Ed Nazirus and he drank. He drank. So we'll say, what's the halacha? 
this is incredible. We will not help him. Let's say now he comes along and he says, you know what? I would like to get out of my Nazir Naziros. So you know what we tell him? We are not having a conversation with you until what? Until you make up the days you messed up. This is incredible. So in other words, we can have a conversation about getting out of your Naziris, but only when? Only when you first observe the days in which you flagrantly violated your Nadir Naziris. When you make up those days, we can talk. Rabbi Yossi, that's the Rabbanon. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi says, Dayo Shloshim Yom. Rabbi Yossi says, look, it's enough, it's enough if he has 30 days. It's enough if he has 30 days. Rabbi Yossi, this would be a case, for example, the Rush points out, let's say Reuven became an Azir for 100 days. And let's say he went ahead and he drank wine on 40 of them. So the Rabbanon will say, the Rabbanon will say, we're not getting involved with you until what? Until what? You observe another what? Another 40. Rabbi Yossi says, no, you don't have to do 40. You don't have to do 40. You just have to what? You just have to go ahead and do 30. In other words, 30 days is the maximum makeup time we're going to make a person do. So Rabbi Yossi says, so what's the problem? What's the problem? Both Rabbi Yossi and the Rabbanon will say, have the opinion that what? If you flagrantly violate your Ned and Azilus, right? Let's say, for example, you drink wine. So although the Ned and Azilus is intact, and now you come to a Chacham to, to try to get released from the Ned there, what's the halacha? We're not talking to you until when? Till when? Till you make up the days that you violated if you're in Azilus. Now, there's a machlokas, how much do you have to make up? According to the Rabbanon, you have to make up the exact number of days in which you violated. Rabbi Yossi, we're going to cap it, we're going to cap it at 30. Cap it at 30, says the Gemara. So we'll say, so we're trying to figure out who's the pain does our Mishnah affect. So we'll say, because what does our Mishnah say? If right Reuven became a Nazir, he violated his Nadir Nazirus. So we'll say, what do we do with him? What is according to Mishnah? What do you do with him? What do you do with him? According to Mishnah? Nothing. Right? The Mishnah just makes it sound like he just continues to count his Nadir Nazirus, that we're not doing anything. So we'll say, what's going on? So who does the Mishnah reflect? Irabanon, Kashi Nazirus Mu'adas. So we'll say, if it's Rabbanon, Ultimately, again, the kasha is on a, a, a smaller, a 30-day nazirus. Because it, say, it doesn't sound like from the Mishnah he has to make up anything. Irabiosi kasha nazirus, Yoruba. If it's Rabiosi, it would be a question on a longer nazirus. Because according to Rabiosi, on a longer nazirus, on a longer nazirus, even if you violate more than 30 days, you're capped at 30. So it says, how do you reconcile these two opinions with the Mishnah? Iba Yisema. Iba Yisema, sorry, Rabiosi. No, the Mishnah could reflect both views. It's possible, ultimately, again, according to Rabiosi, that ultimately, again, the Mishnah is talking about, is talking about, ultimately, a longer Naziros. And the Bryce is talking about, ultimately, a smaller Naziros. Ella Kimishashanazar. And according to Rabbanon, ultimately again, don't say it's from the time that from, from the time that he took the Nazirus, rather like from the time that he took the Nazirus, i.e., did he have to repeat the amount of time that he actually violated? So therefore I will say what the Gemara wants to suggest is that the Mishnah indeed accepts this principle. What's the principle? That when you violate your Nazirus, I will say, what do you have to do? You have to make up the time. You have to make up the time. Now there's my focus. How much time do you have to make up? According to the Rabbanon, you have to make up the full time that you violated. According to Rabbi Yossi, you only have to make up up to 30 days of violation. So Rabbi Yossi, this is really quite fascinating. So how do we pass him? 
How do we paskin? So the Rambam says as follows. The Rambam says, this is in Parak Dalit Halacha Yud Gimel. Mi Shenadar Benazir. So we'll say the way the Rambam frames this case, the Rambam frames this case is that Halacha Lamaisa, he became, he right, guy became a Nazir. And in his mind, in his mind, the nether shouldn't be binding, and therefore he was drinking wine. Right? So remember again, this was the guy who felt, so the way the Rabbam frames the case is that Reuven became a Nazir, <coughs> and then Reuven in his own mind felt that he shouldn't be bound by this nether. So what does he do? He starts drinking wine. Then afterwards, he goes to a Chacham to go ahead and get released. And what does the Chacham say to him? No, you're bound. So we'll say, what's the halacha? Harei zemona mishashinadar. And we'll say, look what the Rambam does. Midda'oraisa, we'll say. Midda'oraisa, as long as you are not metami lemesim, what happens with the clock on your nezir nezirus? Midda'oraisa, it keeps running. So drinking during nezirus will not stop the clock, will not require you to start over. All drinking does is you're in violation. I see you've committed an Avera, but Lamaisa, the clock begin, the clock continues. Now watch the Ram. So Umidivre Sofrim Sheyinok Israkiyamim Shinag Bahan Heter. The Ramam says, Midrabanon, how do we paskin? Midrabanon, we say, you have to reobserve, you have to make up the days. You have to make up the days that you violated. So I'll say, how many days? Like the Rabbanon, as many days as you violated. So I will say, so this, this is the halacha l'maysa. So midah araysa, as long as you're not becoming tamay, ultimately, again, the clock on your nether naziros does not stop because of violation. It keeps going. Mid Rabbanon, we say, you have to make up the days in which you violated. So therefore, again, Ruvain drank for 40 days. Ruvain drank for 40 days. He's got to go ahead and make up 40 days of that naziros. Midrabanon. Quite fascinating. I will say, let's go weiter. Says the Gemara. So remember again, case number two. Case number two was Ruben became a Nazir. Remember again, after he became a Nazir, what did he do? He set aside his, he set aside his, um, his carbon, right? He set aside his carbon. Then he goes to the Chacham. He's released from the Nether. So I will say, what's the Halacha? What do you do with the carbon? What do you do with the carbon? It goes back out to pasture. All right. So Basila will say this is a case of Hegdish Betos, and Hegdish Betos is not Hegdish. Not Hegdish. So it says the Gemara, sorry, Amr Biyamiya, Midibay Shamai, Nishma Lidibay Silel, Lav Amri, Beishamai, Hegdish Betos, Heavy Hegdish. So I will say, from Beishamai's statement, and from Basila's subsequent statement back to Beishamai, it sounds that what? That Beishamai holds. Hektish Petos is Havi Hektish. I will say again, and this goes back to yesterday's circuit. We kind of already established this in Beishamai, that Beishamai holds this way. To which the Gemara says, Kevon Digloi Milsa, Delav Shapir Nazir, Teitse Vitira Beider. Therefore, we'll say, since it turns out that in fact what? That in fact, Ruvain's Nadir Nazirus was not a real Nadir. In other words, it was, it was an old. Therefore, what? Therefore, so the animal could go back out to pasture. To which the Gemara says, so the Lav Shapir Nazir Nazir Teisi Vitir Beeder LeBeisilo Nami Afal Gav Do Amri Tmura Betaus Havi Tmura. Now we'll say remember again we saw this in yesterday's daf, right? Beisilo holds that what? Beisilo holds that Tmura Betaus. We also remember again this case from yesterday. What's Tmura Betaus? Now we'll say Tmura Betaus is a case of 
I have in mind to swap out my Ola for, for another Ola. But instead I end up doing it for Shlomim. That's the case of Timura Betos. And I'm going to say, ultimately, again, Timura Betos, everyone agrees what? Works. Works. Hanimili, Hecha di Isele Iker Hektish. Now, I'm say, why does Timura Betos work? Because ultimately, the original source of the Kedusha is still intact. Aval Hacha, Demis Aker Iker Hektish, is Aker Nami Timura. So, I just want to point out, Basil makes a very interesting distinction over here. Even in general, if you want to hold hektish betaos works, I will say when does hektish betaos work? When the source kedusha is intact. But if the source kedusha is no longer intact, then subsequent kedusha built on it should not work. So I will say, what's a good example of where original kedusha is no longer intact? The case of the Mishnah. Ruven becomes a nazir, designates an animal ultimately as a carbon. I will say, and then what happens? Then what happens? He has hataras nadarim. Right? The, the, the Chacham is Matir is Nadir. Well, so what happens when the Chacham is Matir is Nadir? What happens? There's no Nadir in Zeros. What happens when there's no Nadir in Zeros? What happens? There's no carbon in Zeros, which means that the original Kedusha itself no longer exists. So we'll say, basically, just make an interesting point over here that the reason why Timura Bitaos could work is why? Because the original Kedusha of the original, the source animal, is still intact. Over here, there is no original Kedusha that is intact. Okay? So we'll say, again, we saw this in yesterday's death. We already know that. How do we paskin? We paskin, hektish pitaos, love hektish. Which is why we pass like this Mishnah. Now, this is not really a case of hektish pitaos. But the way we pass is like the Mishnah here. Namely, that when the Nazir set aside an animal for his carbon, and then ultimately was released from his Nazirus, that animal has no Kedusha. And it simply goes back out and joins the rest of the herd. Good. Let's go back there. Itmar. So we'll say now. I'm sorry. Aramar. Iatemodim shilukarlachiasir. And we'll say. So now let's go back for just a second and talk about Meister Behema. Because this is really a very interesting case. So what did we see from the Mishnah? So leaving aside the whole dialogue between Beishil and Beishamai. Right? But remember again, let's get to the Halacha Meister Behema. Halacha Meister Behema is the tenth animal is Kodesh. Tenth animal is Kodesh. An interesting halacha that says, if you accidentally call the ninth the tenth, or the eleventh the tenth, then what I will say? They're Kodesh. They're Kodesh. Which I will say means, I just want to point out, if you're really distracted, and you call number nine ten, number ten ten, and number eleven ten, guess what? You have three animals that are Kodesh. Three animals that are Kodesh. Not only that, I will say, but number ten is also de facto Kodesh, which means that even if you call number 10, number 9, or number 11, it's still Kodesh as well. Right? So I'm going to say, but this only applies to the animals before and after 10. So, so in other words, the only animals this can impact are animals 9, 10, 11. 8 and below, if you mess up, it doesn't matter. 12 and above, if you mess up, it doesn't matter. So let's see this inside. Says Yimar Itmar, Meiser, Rav Nachman Amar Tauso Velo Kavanaso. Shabbos is very interesting. When it comes to when it comes to Meister Behema, Shabbos say the only time that ultimately again a mistaken designation could take effect is only that if it's a mistake, but not Kavanah. Shabbos say if you look at the rush for just a moment in the wide lines, rush is the bottom left hand side of the page. If you look in the wide lines, five lines in Tauso Velo Kavanaso Im Haya Yodea Shaya Tishii. The Karo Asir Lo Kodesh. 
They will say, watch this. What happens if you purposely call number nine at 10? You purposely did it. Purposely did it. Shav Nachman says, nine does not become Kodesh. The only time that nine becomes Kodesh is when I will say, Tos, if it's a mistake. If it's a mistake, right? So, and we'll, we'll see, it's based on the, based on the, so only if it's a mistake. But if you intentionally call nine, 10, or for that matter, you intentionally call 11, 10, that does not make it Kodesh. Rav Chista, Barafuna, Amri, Tauso, Vechoshkin, Kavanaso. Rav Chista, Barafuna, say, no, no, no. So, mistake, and certainly Bechavana. I was about to say, if a mistaken designation works to make 9, 10, or 11, 10, certainly what? Kavana, certainly an intentional, an intentional misdesignation will also go ahead and make it Kodesh. So Rav said, Rav Nachman, So according to you, Rav Nachman, who holds that Allah it's only a mistaken designation that makes that, that gives nine kedusha, but an intentional one will not. So ultimately, and the that which beishamai said to beisol in the Mishnah, asiri. Ula Asiri Tishi, Ula Chadasar Asiri, Sheshloshta Nikudashin. So remember again, Beishamai said to Beisil, don't you agree? Remember again, Beishamai was trying to make a, was trying to make a point about Hektish Betos. Right? So Beishamai said to Beisil, don't you agree that if you call 9, 10, 10, 10, and 11, 10, that all three of them are Kodesh, Vishtiku Beisil, and Beisil was quiet. Why didn't Beisil say, Lemur Lahon, Malamaiser Shekin Aino Kadosh Bekavana? Right? Remember again, I both say, Beishamai shoots this back at Beisil in an effort to what? To show Beisil that in fact, Hegdish Betaos works. Why can't Beisil fire back and say what? No, Beishamai, that's not a good Raya, because the Raya is, this only works when? Betaos. This only works if it's a mistake. It will not work Bekavana. We'll say, so why didn't Basil say that back? The reason why Basil didn't say this is because the Kavachomer, it's Kavachomer, what's Kavachomer? Which a mistaken designation, if done intentionally, does not work, but if done mistakenly does, so Hegdish Shekadush Bekavana, the boss a regular Hegdish, which does become Kadush Bekavana, Lokol Shekin, all the more so. Vlohi, and I want to say that she's not a good Kavachomer, why? The Hegdish Bedaito Demare Talia. Tali, because ultimately, again, I want to say in general, Hegdish is dependent on the Kavana, the mindset, or the Kavana of the person who was consecrating. Fine. So that's why Basil did not make the did not make the rejoinder. But how do we paskin halacha lemaisa? So say so. First of all, number one, the way we paskin is hekdish betalus lav hekdish. We saw that in yesterday's daf. Number two, Rabbi say we paskin when it comes to my behema that a mistaken designation of nine as ten or as eleven as ten ultimately works. Or when I say works is it's kodesh. It's kodesh. So say so again. It's it's such a good musr to not being distracted, right? Whenever you're distracted in life, you make mistakes. So I will say, so you can end up in a situation of having three animals designated as Meister Behema. You could have nine, 10, and 11. When could that happen? It's good Shabbos table trivia. When can you have three animals as Meister Behema? If you're distracted and you call nine, 10, 10, 10, and 11, 10. Now the truth is when it comes to number 10, 
Ten is Kodesh Rosa, even if what? Even if what? Doesn't matter what you call it, right? Ten is Kodesh because ten, number, animal number ten, has de facto Kiddusha. De facto Kiddusha. So even if you call number ten number two, it doesn't make any difference. Ten has de facto Kiddusha. Which I will say, if you think about it, by the way, well, okay, we'll go on in just a moment. And I will say, the Rambam Paskin is like Rav Chista, the Ravachalamaisa, whether you're making these mistaken designations accidentally or intentionally, halacha lemaisa, the kedusha is binding. Shabbos say, I'll just mention that those are the three halachas. I'll just mention Shabbos say, if you think about it, by the way, in this case, there are two different levels of kedusha that exist in this world. There's innate kedusha, de facto kedusha, and there is earned kedusha. Right. So if you think about it, I'll say in number in animal number ten, animal number ten has innate de facto Kiddush. In other words, the fact that that animal, right, exits as number 10, that's Kaddish. That's Kaddish. I, you call it 10, you call it 2, you call it Harry, whatever you want to call it, right? Lemaisa, at the end of the day, that animal is Kaddish. That, 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 is, that is innate Kiddusha. Versus, I will say, if you call number 9, 10, or 11, 10, suddenly you make those animals Kaddish as well. And I will say, it's an incredible metaphor for us as well. We possess innate Kiddusha. Where does that kedusha come from? Where does that kedusha come from? That comes from the truth. Is that comes from previous generations, right? That comes from the fact that I'm a child of the avos and the imos. I'm a member of Kalal Israel. That is my kedusha. I didn't do anything to earn it, right? I didn't do anything to acquire it. It was just conferred upon me. And I will say, but it's not enough to go through life with that kedusha. You also have to acquire what earned kedusha, earned kedusha. Earned Kiddusha, I will say, is the Kiddusha you create for yourself. Your innate Kiddusha is the Kiddusha Cheshmar who gives to me. Your earned Kiddusha ultimately is. So, my, so like the Maestro Behema, I'm also a number, I'm a 10. I say, good news, someone told you you're a 10. Right? You're a 10. Right? So ultimately, again, you are a 10. Each of us is a 10. But Lamaisa, that's the conferred Kiddusha. But Lamaisa... Now I also have to earn my kedusha. I mentioned this uh, a couple of weeks ago. One of my favorite ideas, the Belzareba. Belzareba says, you know, as Yashir, we said this part of the Shah, Zekili va'anveyu, eloke avi va'aromemenu. Right? right? This is my God, Zekili va'anveyu, and I'll make him great. Eloke avi va'aromemenu, my father's God, and I will exalt him. The Belzareba says there are two different relationships with Hashem. There's eloke avi, there's the God of your father, right? There's the spirituality you have from your parents. Right, that which that which was instilled within you, that's Elokeavi. But it's not enough just to go through life with the God of your father. You also have to create for yourself Zekeli, my God. My God. It's not enough to go through what's been given to you from previous generations. You have to create your own relationship as well. It's not enough just to be a ten. It's not enough just to go ahead and go through life with your innate kidusha. You have to acquire Kiddusha as well. You have to create something beautiful for yourself as well. Incredible. Mishnah. Mishnadar ben Nazir v'halech l'haviyas behemto u'matza shenignavar. I will say this is an incredible case. Ruvain became a Nazir. Ruvain became a Nazir. Now I will say, now there's a little bit, now it's important to understand that there's a little bit of subtext to this. Ruvain became a Nazir. At the time that Ruvain became a Nazir, he knew that he had an animal, right, for his carbon. And he became a Nazir with the mindset that he's going to use that, that particular animal for his carbon. Okay, what happens? He now goes to retrieve the carbon, and it turns out, Umasa Shenigneva. And I will say, it turns out that what? The animal is will say, if you look at the Rosh, the Rosh says, the second to last line, Mishra Nadar Ben Nazir, Ubishosh Shen Nazar, 
Hayulo behemos vadaited the hachi nader sheyakriv karbanos amel sememos. Rabbi says, let's say for example, right? Ruben becomes a nazir, and at the time of his nether, he has three animals. He says, okay, perfect. One for a chatos, one for an olo, one for a shlama. Beautiful. After he takes a nether naziros, he then goes to the right to the pen, and what does he realize? They've been stolen. They've been stolen. So what's the halacha? Rabbi says, so now if you're Ruben, if you're Ruben. Right? What do you want at this point? What do you want? You want out of your Nadir Nazir. So I will say, the Rush says over here, it's the last line on the page. Behemto umachmas zu mischarit al Niziruso. And I will say, as a result, Ruven has charata. Because he's like, look, I only became a Nazir because I, I figured, all right, I have, I, right, I have it financially covered. Right? I have my carbonos. Now, I don't have it financially covered. And I regret having become a Nazir. So I'll say, so now what's Talach over This is incredible. So says the Mishnah, Im Adshalod Nignava Behemto Nazir, Harezi Nazir. I will say, if, if at the time, if at the time that Ruben became a Nazir, he still had the animals, namely, the animals were stolen after the Nadir Naziros, then what about saying? Ruben's a Nazir. Since at the time that he made the Nadir, since at the time that he made the nether, the animals were there. Therefore, halacha saw his nether is absolutely valid. Right? Rashi says over here, before we turn the page, Rashi says over here, We'll say, here it is. Here it is. Now watch this. Watch this. So, say, so let's just play this out. Right? Ruven becomes a Nazir. Right? Why does Ruven become a Nazir? Why? Well, we don't know exactly why he's becoming a Nazir. But here's what I do know. Is that part of his motivation is he's got the financial side of this covered. Right? He's got the three animals. He's good to go. He goes to check on his carpanos. Stolen. He comes to the Chacham and he says, listen, I regret ever having become a Nazir. Chacham says why. And he says, ultimately, because my animals were stolen. So first order of business is, what do we have to figure out? When were they stolen? When were they stolen? And I both say, so the first thing the Mishnah says is, if they were stolen after the time of the neder, then ultimately the neder stands. Why did I both say, back to our nedarim days, ein poschin binolot. I both say, what does ein poschin binolot mean? In order for a Pesach to be effective, the circumstances had to have been present at the time the neder was made. We do not create a Pesach for annulment based on new circumstances. Based on the circumstances that, that, did not, that, 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 that were not in existence at the time that were made. In post The boss said, we're going to see that actually it's even a little bit more than that. In this case over here is in post also means we do not create an opening for Nadir annulment with new circumstances that even had they been brought to the attention of the person at the time he made the nether, he probably would have still vowed anyway. So let me illustrate this in just a moment. At the time that Ruben was making the nether, so I will say, if somebody would have said to Ruben, 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 tell me, if your animals would be stolen, would you still be willing to make this nether? So I will say, the mission is making the assumption that what would Ruben have said? What would he have said? Yes. Why? Why I will say? Because the notion of Ruben's sheep or his animals being stolen is so far-fetched. He clearly doesn't live in Baltimore, right? So I'll say, so again, so the notion of his livestock being taken is so far-fetched that 
it, it wouldn't it wouldn't steer his decision making. So therefore, Allah says in post chemenolad. Conversely, Amr Beis But on the other hand, if Allah if Allah turns out that what that the animals were in fact already stolen at the time he made his nedin aziros, then what? Then ultimately again, Eino Nazir, sorry, Remember, if at the time he made the nedin aziros, the animals were already stolen, then Abosai, he's not a Nazir. Why? Because that's called a Nazirus Betos. See Abosai, since it's clear that he was undertaking the nedin aziros, right, with a certain mindset, if it, which was, I have animals to cover my obligation, if at the time that he actually became a Nazir, the animals were already stolen, that is a Nazir Betas. And I will say, take a look at the first Rashi on Lamed Beis and Lebeis. He writes, Rav Mishinigdeva behemto Nazir, Shabbatayto hayil lekabal nezirusal osa behema, ubeshashe nazir lohay sabir shusal, harezo eino nazir de nezirus betas havi. So I will say, isn't this fascinating? So two different cases here. Right, so case number one, right, all the same thing. Ruvain's becoming a Nazir, and it's clear that Ruvain's motivation, I shouldn't say it's his motivation, but part of his cheshman with becoming a Nazir is that what? He has the animals to cover his sacrificial obligations. After he becomes a Nazir, he goes to check on the animals, they're stolen. He comes to the Chacham, he wants out. I regret ever having become a Nazir now that my animals were stolen. So we'll say, what's that, Lacho? It depends. If at the time that he made the Nadin Aziros, the animals were still in his possession, then we do not let out the Nadin Aziros. Why not? Because that's no lot, new circumstances, in post Cheminolod. If, however, the animals were already stolen at the time he undertook his Nadin Aziros, then what? We let him out because that is in Aziros Betos. The whole thing is a mistake in Aziros. Now, I'll say, now watch this. This is an incredible Gemara. Vizu, an incredible Mishnah. Vizu Taos, Ta'an Nachum Hamadi. Now, say, get ready for this. This mistake, by the way, was made by Nachum Hamadi. Now, say, it was Nachum Hamadi, it was a great Tamut Chacham, that what happened was there were Nazirim who came up from the diaspora, Umatsu Beis Hamikdash Kharav. Now, say, they found this, Rashi points out, this is the Second Temple era. So, say, listen to this story. There are a group of Nazirim who came from the diaspora. Why did they come? They came to the Beis Hamikdash in order to offer up their karbanos. They show up at the base of Mikdash, and what do they see? It's been destroyed. Say, can, you, can you imagine that you see, for us, the fact that the base of Mikdash is destroyed, okay, it's been seared into our consciousness for 2,000 for two years. Imagine being a Yid like that, where you're coming to the base of Mikdash to offer up your karbanos, you show up and you see that your beautiful base of Mikdash has been destroyed. So Amalai said to them, Ilu hayisem yodin so Nachamadi said to him, he said, tell me, had you known that the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, would you have become a Nazir? Amru lo, lo. They said to him, of course not. V'tirun Nacham Hamadi. And Nachamadi permitted them based on this, based on this mindset. Now remember again, what did Nachamadi do? This is no lot. This is no lot, right? At the right, this is also this is new circumstances that came to light, and ultimately Nachal Amadi allowed them to be released from their nether because of no lot. 
But when the matter came before the Chachamim, Amru, Kol Shenazer Ad Shalochara Beis HaMikdash Nazer, Omi Shechara Beis HaMikdash Eino Nazer. When this became before Nacham HaMadi, so ultimately again, well, I'm sorry, when this came before the Rabban, the Rabban said, Nacham HaMadi, you're wrong, you're wrong. If at the time they made the Neder Nazirus, ultimately what? The Beis HaMikdash was standing, then Halacha Lama it's a valid Karban. It, right, because that, because otherwise that'd be post Menolod. If on the other hand, at the time they made the net of the basement, which was already destroyed, then Enochinami, there's not an Aziros. Why? Why? That's the Aziros Betos. Says the Gemara, Amar Rabbah, Shetafu Rabbanon Rabbi Eliezer, Ve'okmin Beshita Sayu. We'll say ultimately again, the Rabbanon overtook Rabbi Eliezer, and ultimately again, won him over to their side. I will say, Rabbi Eliezer is the opinion that says poschin benolad, right? He allows you to create a Pesach for Nedra annulment, even with new information that did not exist at the time of the Nedr. Rabbi Eliezer is suggesting now that Rabbi Eliezer ultimately again went over to the side of the Rabbanon and said that nolad doesn't work. This none, because we learned poschin benolad, you could create a Pesach with Rabbi Eliezer, but Chum the Chum also, the Chum say you cannot. But Amarava, Afa Gav the Amar Rabbanon in poschin benolad, it's very interesting. The Rabbanon said, even though we say that you cannot go ahead and open up with no lord, what can you do? You can go ahead and open with Tanai no lord. And I will say, what's Tanai no lord? So I'll say, if you take a look, if you take a look, um, actually, let's first read the Gemara. Listen to this. Hey, Chidami, what's the case of Tanai no lord? So the Gemara says, Amri Lahon. Ilu ase inish va'amr lechon va'amr lechon the charav beis hamikdash mi hava nidrisun. Shabbos said, "Listen to this. Listen to this." So we say to the person who made the vow, "If you, if at the time you made the neder, if your friends would have come to you and would tell you, you know that the beis hamikdash was destroyed, or say a little bit differently, that the beis hamikdash could be destroyed, and if the beis hamikdash would be destroyed." Would you go ahead and make this nether? And I will say, watch what's happening over here. You see, the case, the case of Nolod says like this, that even, Nolod says, new circumstances come. And we're confident that even if what? Even had the person known about those circumstances, or even had the person been told about the potential for those circumstances, at the time he made the nether, he still would have what? Still would have made the nether, because they're so far-fetched. But I will say, sometimes it's different when your friends come and tell you something. Right? When your friends come and tell you something, you heed it a little bit more. Shabbos said, now watch this. So no love means like this. No love means, so let's, let's play this out. Right? Reuven becomes a Nazir. Right? And then, and then what happens? The Beis Hamikdash is destroyed. And Reuven says, had I known the Beis Hamikdash would have been destroyed, I would have never gone ahead and made the nether. That's called no love, And we would not release him based on that. Why are both saying, now what's the logic? Because we assume that even at the time of the nether, if somebody would have said, Reuven, would you still do this at the basement? It should be destroyed. Ruben would have said, Ruben would have said, yes. Why? Because the notion that the Beis would be destroyed is so far-fetched that he would have made the nether anyway. But, Tanai Nolod says like this, that what if Ruben's friends would have gotten around him, Ruben's friends would have said, Ruben, you know, there's a possibility the Beis should be destroyed. Would you still make the nether? So I will say, when you have your chevra trying to convince you of something, often that's much more compelling. That's called Tanai Nolod. So Tanai Nolod works. Tanai Rose, if you take a look at the rush, the rush is over here. It's the last couple of short lines in the rush. Nolod. The Amri Asu Inchi, the Amri 
So this is going to be tonight. Well, you know, actually, what we're going to do is we're going to stop over here for today. As you can see, tomorrow's daf is, uh, is quite short. It's quite short. So we have a little bit of time to be able to get through the rest of this. So, we'll say, so what I want to point out over here, just let me, let me just let's, let's stop because I want to share with you a part on the virus show. So again, let's just understand where we're stopping. Where we're stopping right now is everyone is agreeing ain't poschin binolad. That's what everyone is agreeing on. It seems to be in the Bosai, but there's another concept. What's the other concept? Tinai nolad. Tinai nolad. And tinai nolad seems to be, what's the difference between nolad and tinai nolad? Tanai Nolad has a Hevra component in it, right? There's a social piece in it. Maybe Tanai Nolad will work. I'm not sure I'll say we'll pick up with that tomorrow. So, so let me just share with you a short, a short, very, 